Was that recording? And it is the dugout back here with another podcast. We have our usual Champions League roundup, as well as predictions and many things more. Well, we'll start off with you with the Champions League. With the Champions League. So, we're recording this on a Wednesday. And so there are a few games going on currently, such as... Give me a second. Napoli Ajax 2-0. Okay. Do, do you want to do this? I thought to come here Club Rouge 0-0. No, no. By, by all means. Um, by the way, this is Josh, yeah? But yeah, um, yeah, Napoli winning 2-0 and that player that we talked about last week, that Cravats, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. he's got another assist, another goal contribution. Kavica Kravac, that's the one. Um, it's tearing it up in the Champions League this season. He is. As on Napoli. But yeah, Barca in there tonight, Rangers, Liverpool. Up the Rangers. So, two good games there, to be fair. Barca into. I think you said that. I'm fancying Barcelona for that one. At, at the Camp Nou? At the yeah, Camp, it's Camp Nou. Camp Nou. They've sold out for it as well. The Spotify Camp Nou. Yeah. The Spotify Camp Nou, yeah. Sold out like. Tottenham Frankfurt's a good game as well. That's yeah. the game everybody wants to see. That's Frank. not a bad game, though. Uh, yeah, but Tottenham are just boring to watch, though, aren't they? I think a lot of people would agree with us on that. Okay, then. For the, for I, the I do think it's a good game. Players have got. I, I think it's a good game to have. Yeah, for the, the Thursday night, which is obviously not the bigger night. Right. The Wednesday night. Right, should we do the roundup then? Um, <laughs> so, last night was um, Milan Chelsea. Let's not, let's not even get started on that Tomori red card. <laughs> and the game was, that was ruined. That was absolutely ruined in the 18th minute. Yes. Um, how that can ever be a red card, let alone a penalty. How it was even a foul, Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Like For me, if it's outside the box and he goes down, yes, that's a foul. But the fact that it's he not stayed, even a yellow. Yeah, it's, it's not even a yellow, it's a warning. The fact that he stayed on his feet, and the only reason he's went down is because he slid to t- take the shot, which he's then missed. Mm. Uh, he's basically give advantage for a penalty. Yeah, exactly. It's what he's done. It was deemed a professional last man foul. Not really. Which, I'm not sh- again, I, I I'm not sure how that works, because he's so far out on the I'm, right. I'm trying to understand it. Tomori was the last covering defender, then it was the, the Tiramisu goalkeeper. Yeah. Um... The Romanian geezer. Tatarasani. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he and... Yes, Tamori's the last outfield defender and he's behind Mount. And he, yes, okay, he's touched Mount, but it's a contact sport. Yeah, he has his hands up as Mount, like... He's touched Mount's shoulder, that's all he's done. Yeah. yeah. He has his hands up, it waits a bit, and then Mount goes down. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. he's, he's stopped holding him significant enough time before... Mount's gone down for it to not be deemed as a foul. And the fact VAR looked at it and said, no. Yeah, on. that's what I don't understand. I just... Who was the twat on VAR? But that is the UEFA officials. Yeah. Not much better than the Premier League. Who have been horrendous with VAR decisions. Over... Yes, I'm probably going to say the last season. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I feel like Premier League is probably a lot worse. Probably. Premier League is quite, quite poor on the officiating. I tell you who does it best, um, Italy, Syria do mm. it very, very well. Yeah, they, they use VAR very well, and I like that they do it in your way for as well that they don't show. I don't like how in England they show you the making the decision as it goes with like moving the frame and putting the mm. lines in. They don't show that in Italy. They just you 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 see the ref with his hand to his ear, and that's it. You you don't hear anything. You don't see anything. No. Because then that's that's what makes more controversy. Is you mm-hmm. see the process happening, and you think, "Oh, well, that's not the right angle." So that's not. Yeah, and then it puts pressure on the referee as well because he's in front of everyone. Yeah. Also, when VAR first came about, I was one of those guys that was always like, "Just take tips from rugby with um, TMO." Yeah. Because they do it so well. They put it on the big screen. Don't they put they? it on the big screen, but it's done well. That's the issue. Is not all grounds have the big screen. Um, no. So d- just don't use the big screen. No. But yeah, you, they d- the big screen is not imperative. I don't think it should be used. But I think it's nice because it, like in rugby, all the fans in the stadium can see it happening as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I think that makes it worse. It's not what we've literally just said. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> literally just said that. Yeah, but no, but I like, but again, rugby, Mike's roughed up. 
you hear the conversation go on. Mics are effed up, yeah. Refs are mic'd up. Yeah. You hear the conversation go on between the ref on the pitch and the person who's doing the TMA. There'd be so much seconds if that happened in football. Mm. Yeah. Spanish stuff they get wrong. Yeah, that's the issue. The players don't... Whereas in rugby, the players respect the ref. There's no like yeah. disrespect to the ref. Imagine, right, every single Man United match hearing Bruno's whiny voice every two seconds. Yeah. He appeals for everything. So you'd hear him on the TV... You, refs might could pick it up all the time. Every mm. foul, he'd be right in John Mossy's face, <laughs> just going, oh, it's, not a, it's not a yellow card, it's not a yellow card. <laughs> How many more refs? <laughs> yeah, like, it just, like, there's not enough respect for it to occur. It's like how Rooney, eight years ago, got um, dropped an F-bomb down a mic on a TV camera, and it got picked up and he got banned for, like, mm. six, seven games. Mm. Yeah. And quite a lengthy ban. You'd have that happening every single week in the Prem. Mm. So, but I suppose if you'd done that, though, it would make the players have to respect the ref more. But they don't already, so... so. No, but then if they know they're going to get a yellow card if anything's picked up or anything like that, then they're going to have to. You can't just be shouting at the ref every game because otherwise every team's going to be down to eight men. Yeah, I know. There'd be a transition period Yeah. of players slowly getting used to it. But for the first, like, two, three months, you've just got... City having to put out the youngsters because Harlan's dropped an F-bomb on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and he's banned for eight games. <laughs> yeah. Because he's saying his 12-foot leg wasn't offside. Yeah. Speaking of um, disrespecting football recently, what do you all think of Jordan Henderson? Oh, I want, I, I want to know what's happened there. I yeah. want to know. I really We've want to We've all seen know. the clips. It's a bit overanalyzed. We've all seen the clips. Mm, yeah. The way Xhaka looks around. Now, oh, yeah. If he said something racist, then... Stripped of captaincy. Liverpool will wear shirts but, and bring both Liverpool and England, England, by the way. Huh? Stripped of captaincy both Liverpool and England, by the way. Kane's captain. Kane's yeah. captain, yeah. Mm, but he, when Henry comes on the pitch, he normally takes the armband, doesn't he? Does he? Only if Kane's not on. Uh, okay. Like he he shouldn't play for England again if it if it is, mm. is deemed to be racist. He shouldn't play for Liverpool again. He although he probably will. No, I'll just go and play somewhere in France. France don't care. France have no rules. Yeah, he'll probably just go and play for Rennes or something. Go play for um, Lyon. Cause like they signed Jerome Boateng after he got charged with. Was it domestic abuse? Yeah. But it's okay because he's into shoes. Cause like <laughs> we've all been in that situation where it's a bit heated, you know, like you're waiting on the ref's decision, but. That's no. You need to be racist. Yeah, that, that's no. <laughs> I was ex- worried where you're going with that. No ex- that's no excuse. Yeah. yeah but if he has said something racist, like it's not at all. At the end of the day, it's not Gabriel's fault. That's what the VR. No, I didn't like, even watch the game, but from what I gathered, it, it doesn't it even is. matter if Gabriel's done something to wine, wine tennis. Yeah, not, there's like, no excuse. There's no room them. for racism in any sport of any kind. Like no, there's not. There's no room for racism in life. Yeah. But anyway, this isn't a political podcast. Let's move on. <laughs> Ban Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Jordan Henderson. Let's, let's cancel him, yeah. What's our current take on Mbappé? Saying that he's unhappy at PSG. Now, this whole thing with the... Whiny, whiny boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the only man who could complain about playing with Messi and Neymar. Just and Sergio Ramos. Yeah. With so many good players, I think every other player on the planet would be over overjoyed. Yeah, exactly. Being played with them, but no. When it when he comes to like, oh, promises I were made haven't been met, and all this, but you can you can understand it. You know, yeah. if it's in a contract, it's a bit poor form from PSG. But in the same sense, this shouldn't be putting silly clauses. They shouldn't be put just silly to try and keep them. And Mbappe shouldn't be being greedy either. No. Like, the guy has set up his great-great-great-great-grandchildren. He's sporting director <laughs> of PSG while he's playing. Like, it makes no sense. All right, so if he leaves as your main sporting director, like, how does that work? Yeah, he's still on the <laughs> board of PSG. Yeah, so he, he cancels his player contract, but his board contract is still alive. So He, ju- he just say, starts signing, like, African third... I rule no, just wherever he goes, he just starts putting in bids to PSG. He tells the manager, he's like... Offer them a quid for Ramos, and then he goes back to the board office. He's yeah. like, I really think we should take this deal. Yeah. <laughs> Little do you know, Mbappe's gone to like, I don't know, fucking Brighton. 
and Brighton have now got the whole PSG squad because Mbappe's been there saying like, oh yeah, it's fine, come here, come here, come to Brighton. Mbappe to Brighton, always this. <laughs> PSG, Liverpool. No, apparently six the months. only team that he'd go to would be Liverpool because Real Madrid don't want him or but, something. But Liverpool would not have anywhere... Cl- they would have to sell every single big player they've got to afford him. United. Oh my god. No, 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 hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Because, because, no, no, hear me out. You would want to see Manchester Derby, Mbappe versus Haaland. Yeah, granted. But we still know there'd be only one outcome. Yeah, yeah, true. (laughs) Mbappe would not save that United team. But I would enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and no one else would. That would be like resigning Ronaldo. You'd literally only do it for the shirt titles. He's not going to make oh, any yeah. difference to that team. No, but that's exactly why we'll probably sign him because the Glazers love the shirt sales. <laughs> that, that is a very good point. Oh, but no, because them shirt titles just go on Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deary me. Or another Tampa Bay Buccaneer player. Yeah, Mbappe gets signed one week. The week later, after 180 mils coming in shirt sales, Tampa Bay Buccaneer announced, we've signed the whole of the winning Super Bowl team. <laughs> Why are we talking about Super Bowl? Because um, to... our owners oh. own Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, right. Which spent Ronaldo's search... Search... Search history. Shirt sales. Bloody hell, put my teeth back in. On yeah. Tom Brady's contract. On Tom Brady's contract. Nice. Sorry, I was just looking because I know the Euro 2024 qualifier draw has been made recently. So your whole Mbappe versus Haaland, I was wondering if France and Norway are in the same group. They're not. We're with Italy, aren't we? We have Italy, North Macedonia. Oh, that's fine. That Italian um, team's past it anyway. Past yeah. it. <laughs> past it. Dear me, Joshua. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, our group is Italy, us, Ukraine, North Macedonia and Malta. Big hitters in there. Ah, oh, we take them. Malters, I think. Malta away. Is Ukraine in a position to play football? Absolutely not. <laughs> so we Is just... it like just banking on the fact that Putin's given up by this point? <laughs> no, they, they play uh, uh, Russia in the They're draw. just going to play every every <laughs> single <laughs> game away. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll do what they did um, last stadium. night in the Champions League against Real Madrid. Shakhtar Donetsk. What did they play? Uh, in Warsaw. Poland? Yes, mate. The capitals. <laughs> neutral ground. Yeah, it was a new, neutral venue, but it was sold out, I think. There's a, there a lot of people, though. It wasn't well, yeah, like because to be fair, most people. of the Ukrainians will have fled to nearby countries anyway, I suspect. I mean, I'm not. He's got quite a run. A lot of them tried to yeah. get out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I, I don't know my European geography in terms of where things are exactly. Am I right in thinking Poland isn't on the border? I want to say it Ukraine? is. I think it's right. We're getting the maps out. We're getting the because maps it, out because it was because obviously World War Two. Remember your remember your history. Russia yes, was there. Was Poland, it. Germany. Yeah, I know Poland is next to Germany, and I'm pretty sure Ukraine because it's obviously being made by Russia is like underneath Poland, touching Russia and Poland. I might be wrong. This map doesn't have Ukraine. Haha, <laughs> ah, got it. Maybe it does. <laughs> Oh no, Poland does border Ukraine. Right, nice. Yes. Was I right? Is it like just below? No, it's just above. Oh, damn. Wait, what's what's below what? Ukraine's below Poland. Yes. Yes. Wow, all that and still no women. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. But yeah, no, back to Mbappe's. How did we go from Mbappe, by the way, to where is Ukraine on the map? Regardless, (laughs) Mbappe. Huge detour on that one. Um, Yeah, well. More than likely going to leave. I mean, they, they offered the kitchen sink at him last time anyway to mm. make him stay, so surely this time is going to be the time that he actually does leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thierry Henry made a great point. I feel like Mbappe is getting exposed for the position they're playing him. So, uh, in this interview, which Thierry Henry done last night with the French CBS sports reporter, um, it's apparently PSG offered to buy a striker in the summer, aka Lewandowski, but he went to Barcelona, and they haven't lived up to that. Therefore, he is the only player that's ha- that's got the skill set to be able to play the nine in that team. Yeah. That's not his best position. His best position is out on the wing, but he's never going to get that over Neymar or Messi. Is it mental to say that PSG are missing Chupo Moting? Because he played the number nine position for them, he did a job. Yeah, he just he flicked balls onto Mbappe and Neymar, yeah. and they just ran with it. I mean, what happened to Mario Cardi? 
Um, beat his wife. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> forgot oh, about that. Didn't know. I thought he just moved to Serbia. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty, pretty sure he's retired or something now. No, no, he has moved. He has moved to. He's right. If he's moved to Italy, that, that speaks for anyway, Um Yeah, but they need another striker because they got rid of Cavani. Cavani, I thought, was amazing at PSG. Well, yeah. we're going to have not so good amount of money if anyone buys him about it. Yeah. He'll go in January, I think. Yeah. But they'll have endless money. Do you? Yeah, I do. I can't see a move that big happening in January. I, I personally can. Because Mbappe's, he'll just force it. True. The influence he has at PSG, he'll just force it. It's just a lot of clubs yes, work on America. the season cycle of like most of the money. Like January is just like a one for right. like yeah, yeah. filling in gaps if needed. Yeah, yeah. But if you're, I don't know, Liverpool, Real Madrid, a and big team, forcing a move. and you know, you're Carlo Ancelotti, for example, and your sporting director comes to you, Mbappe's available, we can afford him, do you want him? He's not going to say no. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, I just don't think the clubs would be able to get the funds together in time. You never know, some big, big clubs. True. Yeah, but the Spanish would just take over bank loan. Yeah, they always yeah, do. true. They always true. do. For any player they want. Yeah, anyway. that would be one thing though. Would he go to Spain because of the budget cap? Who knows? I don't know my, Sp- my Spanish economy. I, yeah. That could be an issue, considering he's now the highest paid footballer in the world. He'll go. To, he'll go to the Prem, I think. Yeah, but who in the Prem can afford him in January? Like, even if he's forced to move, he's still gonna have to pay about two hundred and fifty million. No, Josh, not afford it. Please, you can't afford it. Sell Old Trafford. Do a swap deal for another. Nah, we we can afford it. Mm, yeah. Okay. And but, I, I don't see why, how, or why Mbappe would want to go to United <clears throat> in their current state. No disrespect. Crack. Right, anyway. <laughs> what about Arsenal? Nah. Nah. I can't see that. Arsenal won't have the money. and I feel like Arsenal don't spend huge. They've probably got some money saved up. Probably, but I just don't think... And, if, and if you had him on the left wing with Jesus down the middle and Saka on the right wing, that is not a bad run for you. No, it's not. Martinelli gets... Straps. Gets axed. Yeah. Poor Martinelli. Um... Who's doing great for the fantasy this year, by the way. <laughs> Get him in your team. Um, the other one last night was the Real Madrid game. They were 1-0 down to Shakhtar Donetsk until the 95, 95th minute. And Antonio Rudiger puts his body on the line. His head on the line. His head on the line. Nemanja Vidic-esque, putting his head where people would be scared to put their feet. Got 20 stitches, having scored the goal. Did you get that punch by the keeper? Yeah. Like, yeah. What does that keeper have in his gloves? I was watching it and um, the ball sent long, flicked on, brilliant header, obviously went in, saw the replay, goalkeeper just, just clapped. Yeah. Batista bombed him. <laughs> Bang! No, no, like fully, it's like he got hit with a punch off like Mike Tyson, but sort of like slipped off his face and then the goalkeeper's elbows, I mean shoulder, sorry, has oh. also hit Rudiger's face. Yeah, so it'll be the initial contact of the punch will have cut him and then the shoulder will have I think yeah, so. expanded. Yeah, it, it was, it was very, not very nice. I think the worst idea for Rudiger to do, why did he stand straight back up to try and celebrate that goal? Yeah. <laughs> he stood up to try and celebrate and, and then, then just instantly back sit, sat back down. I think it's like that adrenaline of like, oh, I'm fine. No, I'm wait, no, no, I'm not fine. No, exactly. That's what usually happens. But yeah, fair play to him. Um, a warrior. Um, and then the other game uh, to talk about is the uh, Juventus versus Maccabi Haifa. All you can simply do is laugh. Um, <laughs> there, there is no, there is no other way to react to that than laugh. Juve are in the mud. You know you what I'm Juve have been in the mud for years. The fact that we sat there and watched a nil-nil FC Copenhagen v Man City game instead, hoping for goals. By the way, they were on at the same time. It was the other five forty-five kickoff. We should have sat there and realised and probably put them. But, all, all, all I'm going to say is that Juventus are washed and they need to sack Allegri and sack the whole board and then maybe they'll be fine. But that, that, that's their issue now. They've, they've come out and publicly stated that they're not sacking Allegri. Right, Serie B. So, it's not looking good. Um, it's really not looking good for you. They've said they're going to remain with them until, like, for the course of the season. And then make a decision at the end. It's very worrying for them, considering they're already sitting, I think it's like ninth in the league. 
They've won two of the last nine games. Mm. At this rate, they're on their way to um, Europa League. They're currently third in that group. Yeah. Which, to be fair... Yeah, they're eighth. The Europa League's a great, great league. Great league. Great league. Um, yeah, eighth. That is shocking. And I said that was conference. They're six points off conference league. Wow. It says something when Udinese... Udinese are a very four. good team. Our top four. With Gerard De La Feo playing Napoli right Napoli leading. Napoli, Atlanta, Lazio, Udinese, Milan, Roma, Inter, Juve. I've said this for the past couple of seasons, you know. Atlanta have been building something. That's the first time I've heard you say it. No, like Atlanta. genuinely. Talking about Serie A, Atlanta, uh, they have have, they've been considerably getting better each season. Yeah. And I, I think now is the season that they're showing it. It's not really followed... Serie A massively so I don't really know but they used to have I do think they've always been a decent like dark horse team is it Alejandro Papu Gomez yes the Argentine he's a Sevilla now number 10 yeah but I'm pretty sure he went for reasonably big money probably did so I think since that deal they've reinvested mm. Mm. Atlanta also used to have oh, I believe they had Ilicic I say was it Ilicic the Serbian Don Serbian Slakian did they not also have Milinkovic Savic before he went to Lazio? I swear they no, did. No, I don't think they did. Don't think, no, I don't think so. No. Um, I think he's just always been a but like, Lazio. Even the forwards, right? They've got Zapata. Luis Muriel. Luis Muriel. Um, Mario Pasalic. Who? Oh, Pasalic, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ruslan Malinovsky, the Ukrainian. Um, Jeremy Boga. Who? The Ivory Coast. Oh, BOGA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Left sided. Adam Ola Luckman. <laughs> and then. S- <laughs> Sorry, just, just to think about him. Such an odd loan move last season to go to Leicester. Yeah. He was. barely played. Scored, I think, one like tapping goal. He. he that was one of the worst transfers. What a weird career path, by the way. Charlton to Everton to Leipzig. And he's been on loan at Everton, Fulham, Leicester, and then he's gone to Atlanta. He went for nine mil to Atlanta. Wow. I don't okay. know what stats they've been looking at to justify nine million pounds on that man. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be the next Jesse Lingard. Oh he's got promise, he's got promise. Like the geezer's twenty nine. How's he how's he doing? <laughs> the next Martial. He started five games in the league, scored three goals. Wow. And got an assist. He's got a scoring frequency of a goal every hundred and forty seven minutes. Well, not every ninety Still though, lower it? than Darwin Nunes. <laughs> <laughs> um and that's not taking into account the six games he missed. But yeah, that's just the forwards. Like I'm looking at the other positions. They've got like goalkeepers. They've got that Juan Musso, uh, Rafael Toloi, the Brazilian centre half. David Zabacosta's there, the one that used to be at Chelsea. Coop Miners is there as well. Yeah. So moral of the story is Atlanta have a good team and are going to be in Champions League next season. Oh, the looks of things, yeah. Thanks for that. One. Is it all top four get Champions League? Yeah. So yeah, yes, it is. Napoli, Atlanta, Lazio, and Udinese. The fact that none of those, the the what I class as the traditional Serie A big three of Juve, Inter, AC, the fact that none of those three are at the current standings are going to be days, in Champions yeah. League. Early days, yeah. Yeah, but like it is just a bit weird. Anyway, we spent quite a while on Serie A. Yeah. Shall we move on? Let's go to our back back to England. Prem. Back to England, Premier League. Last weekend. Last weekend. What a weekend. It was. It, it certainly was for Eddie Howe's black and white mags. <laughs> it's scintillating. 5-1 performance. You couldn't keep a clean sheet though, could you? Against Brentford. Yes. Um, I, I, I didn't watch it. for that. And I, I, I just knew Ivan Tony was going to score against us. I just knew it. I was fuming, you know. I had Pope and Trippier. Yeah, I had Pope and Burnham, I fancy. Rain for a clean sheet. You couldn't keep I just on. knew it was going to happen. But no, nah, it was a very solid win. Like from the outset, we looked on top of the game. We played well. Miggy mm. um, Almiron in the past couple of games. He's banging form. He's in the it, fantasy as well. He's, he's came to light. Yeah, and he's doing well recently. Again, against that that Brentford team, we just looked we just looked too good. Mm. Newcastle um, on the up, and then we've got Saint Maximin coming back this weekend. Yeah, yeah, the fact he didn't even have set maps and still managed to knock four past Brentford was... With Jacob Murphy on the left wing. Wow. 
Jacob Murphy, yeah. Sean. That midfield three is, I mean, apart from Bruno, Sean Longstaff and Joe Willock, surprisingly the two lowest rated <coughs> players in that Newcastle team starting 11 from that game. Not yeah. surprising Needed at all. Needed a Linton in there. Was he on the bench, Linton? Um, no, I believe. He was, he came on. Um, I believe he's got a knock. Oh, he came on 66th minute. Yeah, I think that's why he was on the bench. He got a knock in training, I do believe. Fair enough. Um, but I yeah, good good result for Newcastle. I think the big talking point of fixtures at the weekend was... 4-0 City demolition. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. And Southampton. Yeah, we, we all, let's be honest, we all thought it was going to be a 9-0. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm disappointed it was only four. Um, Southampton need to change something. Like, for themselves. Like, just, oh, 100%. Ju- just change it up. Hassan Huttle needs to go. He has to go, bud. He has to go, bud. point above the drop currently. And that is only because Leicester and Forest are letting down the East Midlands. Yeah. And Wolves as well are down there. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realise that way. Yeah, Wolves haven't had a, a great great season so far. Been very poor. But yeah, 4-0 City. Um, obviously, Haaland scored again. Cancelo, Maris and Foden. Yeah, Foden's like... Obviously, the main talking point of City at home is the fact that Haaland is a goal-scoring freak. But Foden has been banging for... Yeah, he has. I, and I was saying this as well. I, obviously, I really rate Phil Foden. He's an exceptional player. And I'm happy he's English. Yeah. But <clears throat> there's always this thing when he plays for England. Obviously, Pep doesn't manage England. It is Gareth Fraudgate. So he's. He, I feel like he's a very one-dimensional player in the fact that you can only play in his Pep system. He never went out on loan in his career. He's always been a city player. He came through the academy. He's like, right, you're good. You're starting under Pep. He's only known Pep. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm not saying he's bad for England because he's not. But in, in the past years, he didn't do as well as I thought he would. No, but like you say, is it just a system base? Like, England is a lot more just Kane, Sterling, and then maybe an odd trip here, free kick. Like, the yeah. other goal scorers they're, in the they're team. Different, they're different systems, but that, then again, that's what what I mean. Foden's never got used to going on to another system. Like when he was younger, yeah. he never went on loan to like a Birmingham, did yeah, he? Yeah, but I'm saying more is like not just like a case of he doesn't fit it. It's more just the system is different in the regards that he's not there for the for the, for the players like Foden, like Grealish yeah, plays yeah. for England doesn't doesn't score as yeah. much. So it's is, like, is it not also a case of the players that's around them as well? Not just the way England are playing, but like when Foden plays for City, he knows if he cuts inside, he's got an overlapping for fullback. Yeah, but not necessarily for England, mm-hmm. or he'll have a third man run, whether that be Gundogan or Bernardo Silva, mm-hmm. which we don't always have for England because Mason Mount doesn't go forward, James Madison doesn't get a call up. Um, that is a fast by yeah. the way. And then we'll do we've it. got we'll Harry do. Kane who doesn't want to make runs. Yeah, which he doesn't. He just likes to sit anywhere within the width of the eighteen yard box and just hope for a tap in. Mm. Which and he does well, to be fair, but he is just one dimensional. Yeah, Whereas at City, Foden's got Haaland, who is yeah. poacher, finisher, target man, in-behind runner. He's literally everything. He's the most complete striker. Yes, he is. He does it all. He does. He does it Whereas all. he's just got big Harry Kane. He, apparently, I saw this as a headline. Little divergence, but... Um, he's been signed by the BBC to read bedtime stories on Audible. Oh, surely not. No, so can you imagine has. putting your child to sleep and you have... In Once upon a time. That was a horrific accent. He was a better. That was horrific. I will show you the hurricane accent. Once upon a time in Fairyland. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 who wants to hear that going to sleep? having nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was a weird thing. It is very it? weird. It's very weird. Um, but other than the City game, there's not really many. I don't think there's many standout. The Arsenal Liverpool game. Arsenal Liverpool game was a very, very good game. It was well, very entertaining. Yeah. And um, I'm so glad Arsenal won. So am I. And Trent got taken off at half time because he had a string of first half. Trent's a fraud. We all hate oh, Trent. It was horrendous. Twitter went mad when he got subbed off at half time. There was stuff <laughs> like, we've all been there faking an injury just because we got it's rinsed. Just, it's just the positioning is just horrendous. It like, is. The, 
how you get how you second goal yeah and it's a four on yeah four on three and Trent's the middle of that three and it's uh, Matip chasing Martinelli's run yeah Matip's watching Martinelli Trent then instead of just staying in position and holding the line and keep on dropping keep on dropping and stopping him from coming inside just goes nah I'm getting the ball and tries to cover was that for Martinelli goal? no Saka second goal but he runs out to Martinelli and it's then two of them, and it becomes a four on. It then, yeah, it then becomes a four on one. No, three on one at the back post. Hmm. Um, Which is just just dumb as it and Saka taps it in. Yeah, he's defensively awful, isn't he? Let's be honest. So, he always has been, always will be. I think Macaulay Longstaff would have a field here. Well, he, he would, mate. He would, mate. He's still matching Haaland for league goals. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's, goals in all competitions you won't talk about because Haaland is very much clear. It's Liverpool City this weekend. Like. If Trent plays, if, he, if he's not injured, um, if he plays and Foden in the form he is, he's going to absolutely tear him a new one. He is. And Haaland as well. If, ha- oh, if Haaland just gets running at Trent, it's just going to be funny. If Haaland gets running at Van Dijk, it's going to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I Van Dijk. has got Foden in the fantasy this week. Van Dijk will have nightmares after a game against Haaland. Because yeah, everyone thinks he's still his best centre back in the world and stuff. Mark my words, come this weekend, Van Dijk will be getting talked about on the same level as Harry Maguire after a Haaland performance against him. Because Haaland got rested last night as well, ready for that game at the weekend. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's the scary thought. Whereas, you know, Van Dijk's not getting rested tonight against Rangers. Oh, no. I mean, because Liverpool are in hot water at the moment. Yeah. They need a result. And going to the Ibrox against Rangers is not an easy place to get a result, is it? Absolutely not. Not when you've got, what, what was it, 30,000, 40,000 Rangers fans yeah. screaming at you? Yeah. Die hard as well. Yeah, exactly. I do. That, that's one thing I want to do in my life is go to an old firm. Because I just think, they, like, the issue is I'd like to get yeah, but the only with problem some security is guards. You'd have to sit in the family stand, so yeah, yeah, like, have, or up in the gods. Yeah, yeah. But I'd like to go just to experience it because yeah. it, like they always just look bouncing. Mm. Or a Borussia versus Bayern. I'd like to just go to any game in Germany. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we are planning going to the Euros in Germany. Yeah, true. But that is international football. That's Took out World Tour. <laughs> Huh? Took out World Tour. Took out goes international. We will be showing that live. <laughs> no, we won't. Yes, we absolutely will. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're showing it live, live stream. <laughs> yeah, we will live stream well, we on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there wasn't any other standout matches really. Who's the most got this weekend? Um, who's United got this weekend? Newcastle. Yeah. You got Manchester United away. So I think we can get a result by the way. I Diogo Dallo really is about to get rinsed off St. Maximine. He is. Just while we're on the topic of exceptional games. You this better week. not be working. Sorry, sorry, you better not be working. <laughs> we need to be at the pub together watching that match, by the way. Sorry, go yes, on. Yes, we do, we do. If we're, we're on the topic of exceptional games that happened over the weekend. In the National League. Oh, here it is. It's not even about my club. National League coverage oh, brought to you by is, the one and only Will Say. Don't ruin it. Sorry, sorry. Don't sorry. ruin it. Sorry. So in the National League this weekend, just gone, we had some some, some decent results, if I can find it. You know, Altrincham beating, beating Dorking Wanderers 4-1. It's good for, good for Ulti, that one. You know, a few draws here and there. A big 3-3 between Scunthorpe and Aldershot. Scunthorpe in real danger at the moment in the National League they came down thought it would be you know piece of cake this league but it's really not so look what happened to Chesterfield and Notts County for example came down been here for years a few 1-0s here and there I'm talking years I'm talking ago. years mate um, Notts County scraping past Woking away 3-2 winners keeps them top of the table by a point but I'm going to talk about the team that were in second place currently <laughs> Wrexham now they played. They played Barnet at the weekend. Which one is in first? Huh? Who's in first? That'd be Notts County, mate. I've just said that. <laughs> but thank you. Um, Wrexham currently sitting in second, one point behind Notts County. After losing to them last week, by the way. Who's in first? Yeah. Okay, we, we get it. <laughs> right. They played Barnet this weekend, and Barnet are sitting in fourteenth, second versus fourteenth, at home for Wrexham. You think four 0 win kind of thing? This one actually messed up my bet. 
Because <laughs> I had Wrexham on to win this, I'll let Will proceed. I mean, Wrexham did win it. Did they? Yes. Oh, maybe it wasn't Wrexham. That let me it wasn't Wrexham. No, I'll, I'll get to the point. Wrexham won. The, the score was Wrexham 7. And you're thinking, well, Barnet 1, Barnet, Barnet 5. <laughs> what a Bar- game. 12 goal thriller down in the National League. There was, ab- there was absolutely no defending going on. Some suspect goalkeeping. But, you know, it's a great advert for the National League. Best league in England. <laughs> it fully is. Evidently in that right, game, right. both managers did not set up with any defence. They went midfield, goalkeeper to midfield to attack. Oh, yes. No, yeah, they absolutely did. Now, in the National League, it is the best league in the country. Top of the table, Notts County, have 30 points. Wrexham, 29. That is a two-horse race to see. Chesterfield have fallen off like we all knew they would. Give me a second. We're going to League 2. This better not backfire. You see, there's two points in it. Stevenage is 31, Leicester are on 29. Where is Softerton fourth? Yes, they are, man. Yes. 24 points, two points outside automatics. I'm a soft. So, all I'm saying is the National League is one of the best leagues in the world. Not through quality, just through entertainment value. I've been to a nil-nil Notts County versus Solihull Moors Tuesday night in the pissing rain, and it was still more interesting than City versus Copenhagen last night. <laughs> it is... No, it, I feel like all for the wrong reasons, not for the footballing reasons. There were just so many just things that shouldn't happen on a football pitch. You know, slips by the goalkeeper, you had to clear it off the line with under no pressure. Just stupid things you only get in the National League. It is the best league. No, but like I feel with that sort of league, because none of the grounds are like huge, like yeah. Hmm. No, you've got like not which is fairly big you've got like Wrexham which is fairly big but like those tight knit grounds where the fans are just metres away from each other yeah 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 it, it does give that it makes the game more interesting it's is very good and while we're on the topic of the National League um, player of the month in the National League history there's never been a player who won it twice two months in a row and until there's now now Macaulay Langstaff how was he again? How old's he again? Macaulay Langston? How old? I think he's 25. I could be wrong. Oh, great age. Great age. Well, I just knew that was going to happen. <laughs> he's, he's got so much time. He does, but... Like a fine wine. He is like a fine wine. He's, you know, sky bet, request about, do a Jamie Vardy. Who says no? But no, he's, he's won the National League Player of the Month two months in a row for the first time ever. No one's ever done that before. After scoring 15 goals in, like, 11 games. So, genuinely, do you think that if if he's go up... Um, well, I'll say when, because I feel like he's probably well the season. I think, like, this I, might be all season. I can't... Let's, let's, I'm, let's I'm, not tempt fate. Yeah. This is not the kind you're talking about. The form's looking good, though. It is. It is looking very good. As not kind of fan, I won't admit Do it. you think it is a poor club and business decision if you keep him if you just get a good enough bid? If we keep him, if we go up, yeah. So we signed him in summer from Gateshead for fifty k, mm-hmm. rumored there or thereabouts fifty k, which is big money for the national league. Not as big as Wrexham, who spent three hundred thousand on two players, but you know fifty k for a striker is pretty big money. We signed him on a three year deal. There's talk of you know Reading and Millwall being interested in January. We wouldn't sell him in January. That doesn't make any logical sense because you've got to look at it. What's more valuable? How much are Reading and Millwall they're not going to offer a mil max for a National League player mm. if we if they really want him? So a million pounds or promotion to the EFL? We'd say promotion. Now if we get promoted and we get a big offer from a big team, it has it has to be a very good offer because we'd want to keep him and see how he does in League Two. Because personally, for me. If he's get promoted and you get to, I don't know, we'll say 2.5 million as a, just a rough rough number. If he keeps the form he's on this season. Yeah, keeps the form, 2.5 million. Right. For me, I think it's silly if he's doing so, simply because use for that money, you could pay like 500, 600,000 pounds for a League One, League Two striker who's guaranteed to get your goals. Mm. And then you'll still have, I don't know, 1.82 million spare to improve the rest of your team. Yeah, it, 
rather than stick with the team you've got and maybe invest slightly and keep Macaulay Langstaff yeah. in the hopes that he's going to keep that former league too, which is a harder league. Yeah, it is. I, I know exactly what you mean. Because if we keep him, we, we turn down a really good offer <clears> for him in the summer. Same we get promoted. I think if we don't get promoted, by the way, he goes. And we can't really say no. You know, if we get promoted and a good offer comes in and we re- and we re- reject it, and then he has a stinking season next season, and we want to sell him, want to cash in, we're making barely any profit. Exactly. So I think if we do get promoted, it's probably wise to sell him. And like you say, 2.5 mil in League 2 can get you a long way. Mm-hmm. So, Like, even if it just puts you surviving the first year, but mm. then at least you've survived and you just can build upon that for like the grants that you'll get for staying in the EFL etc exactly and yeah the, there's still so much wrong with the National League um, the fact that it's only two teams that go up is just baffling but it should be three up three down but it's not one automatic spot which makes the league so much more competitive that's why you've got big teams like Wrexham Chesterfield and Knox in there mm. because if it was three up three down Knotts would have got promoted a couple of seasons ago. Wrexham would have done. Chesterfield would have done. That's not to say they would have come back down. But, but if all three of them go up, then the league's yeah, pretty poor. The, the, big, the big teams in this league have the financial capabilities to survive in League, league 2. Mm. So I, I just think it needs to be 3-3 three, three down, but that's a whole separate matter. Um, we mentioned it once already. City-Liverpool yeah. this weekend, big game. Uh-huh. I'm going to do... A City Liverpool combined eleven. Oh, and this is where it gets interesting. Are we doing it based on current form? Um, yeah. Let's go on. If you're the manager and you're picking a squad to play this weekend, who are you picking? Right. So in goal is Edison. It's got to be. Yeah. Allison. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Allison's still an exceptional goalkeeper. Edison's always been better. Right, but I think we can all agree would be Kyle Walker. He's injured at the moment. Yeah, he is. He's injured. Um. um so I don't think it would be Kyle Walker. Are you playing Kanji over Trent? Yes, yes I absolutely would. Yeah, in this current form, did a job yes. last night. He did. I mean, that's he's Copenhagen, but still, it was it was ten men. He yeah, did, yeah, did all right. Yeah, I, I, this current form, I trust the Kanji over. Or Trent. even Nathan Ake. Yeah, yeah. Um, Centre backs. Just why is it just Ruben Diaz and John Stones? I don't, I don't think you, you, no actually Van Dyke doesn't get into that team. no Van Dyke doesn't but I'm wondering whether Massive does yes I rate yes. Massive as a centre half I think Matter I do over I think Stones get, yeah over Stones over Stones not over Diaz mm. but over Stones because Matter Matter even though Liverpool might play bad he'll generally win the majority of his duels he'll ge- make the majority of his tackles like he'll still have an alright game even if Liverpool have done horrendous yeah there's an argument to say Matip gets in there, but I, I think I think he's I the think only Stone's one. Just. I think he's the only defender in that back line who has a shout, slight shout of getting into that City back line. Yeah, probably. You're probably right with so that. So who are we going for? I'm, I'm going Stones and Diaz. But I'm going Diaz and Matip. Tisa one Harold Balash. Left back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, left back. I think we all know. Left back. Cancelo. Robertson cost us Simicast. Robertson's dropped off since he had one great season, and Simicast sure is he's just injured now as well. No, yeah, exactly. But then Simicast is just pretty poor. Yeah, he's a good squad player. Cancelo is just Cancelo, is the best left back in the world. He is uh, four three three. Yeah, yeah. Two Holden. Uh, yeah, we'll go two Holden. Do we just? Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to do a flat three? As I say, just do a flat three. I think that makes a lot easier. Okay, who goes in then? Um. De Bruyne? Yeah, it's got to be De Bruyne. Um, Fabinho. I would say Fabinho over Rodri. I'd say Fabinho. No, 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 no. I would say Rodri over Fabinho. I'd say Fabinho over Rodri. And I'd say Thiago. Mm, Nah, good one. He dictates the place so well. Bernardo Silva? Nah. Right, let's have a word, man. Come on. Nah. What? Silky Ilky is the only You answer. guys are sleeping, and I mean sleeping, snoring on Bernardo Silva. Yeah, like. Oh, he's a quality player. I T- just think Gundogan's better in that role. I just think Thiago would. Right, come on. If you've got. Let's say we're going to fuck Mean Wills at Fabinho Holden, and you've got De Bruyne and Bernardo Silva going forward. 
over because Silva's better going forward than Gundogan. But would you say he's a box to box? He could probably do it. Yeah. See, I still don't. I don't think he could. I don't, I don't think. I don't think he's defensive. Above. Yeah, that's why I'd go Silky Oki because then you've got a very good balance in the middle. You've got a holding, very creative, and a box to box. That's 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 also kind of why I'd go Thiago was because then you've got the holding and you've got two unbelievably creative midfielders. You've got one who can run play a one play a one two here mm-hmm. in um, second runner, and you've got Thiago who can spray passes out to Mars like it's nothing. Yeah, it, I think it's the debate is Thiago Gundogan. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I, I can't believe you have shoved Bernardo Silva out this debate. Go on then, you you, you get to side and vote Thiago or Gundogan or Silky Oki. I think if I was the manager, I would want the the versatility of a holding, a box-to-box, and a creative player, which is why I'm going to have to go with Gundogan. Fair enough. I, but I can really see the argument for Thiago. Yeah. No, yeah. I, in that I formation, I think you play Gundogan. Thiago. Yeah. But I think... I just feel like diff- Thiago's... Oh, I do in, 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 Sorry. But in a different formation, you, def- you can play Thiago. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I just feel like with the creativity you've got and Kevin De Bruyne on his own... You don't. You don't fully need Thiago's creativity, no. even yeah. though he sees passes that no one else does. No one sees a pass like Kevin De Bruyne sees. Yeah. Yeah. Right, front three. Uh, Foden on the Foden on the right for me. Haaland down the middle. And then on the left, I would potentially go Diaz. I'd go Diaz. He's been Liverpool's only good player, I think. Yeah, even though he's still not picked up the form he finished last season. He's been with. their best attacking player by far. Yeah. You see, I'd go Foden. For me, no, for you know, Haaland and Jota. Jota? Jota. This doesn't even start. When, but when he's start. played, he's looked good. Oh, that's... Oh. What? Last season, I would have said, yeah. Last season, I would have now. fully got that debate, but Ooh. this season... He's, he's not been on it. He's See, returned to his... Diaz has been on it. He has much more than... Um, yeah, but like Jota. even when Diaz isn't on it, he's still got something about him. He looks like he's going to create. If Jota's not on it, he's not in the Diego game. Jota has played three matches this season and has had one assist. But he's on it. But but he is on it. What about Diaz? This could really backfire because I don't know. Diaz has at least got what, two goals. Luis Diaz. Eight matches, three goals, two assists. I think it's Diaz. Five goal involvements in eight games over one goal involvement in three games. The thing is, I think... <laughs> He's still going to go ahead with it. doesn't no, look good on you, does it? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know who... It's like, if, if obviously we're playing a 4-3-3 with wingers. What I'm always tempted to do is play... If you say Haaland on the wing... No, no, no. You're being... Haaland, Haaland, Haaland cutting it in from the Haaland. right wing and just levelling it like top a, in. Like a 4... Yeah, 4-3-1-2 and play Foden... Central as a number ten, and then Haaland and Firmino. That's almost what we tempted to do. I think Firmino's looked good at times. So we're not playing four three three. We're playing four three one two. That's what. That's what I'm saying. I personally, obviously, we've just said four three three because it's oh, pretty right. standard. Like it's safe. It's, it's got to be. I think we could all agree it's Diaz over Jota. On yes, it is. Absolutely, is this season? Is last season? I can see your argument. Yeah. Not, not this season. Fair enough. So we've agreed upon a team of. Edison, Akanji, Diaz, <laughs> Matip, Cancelo, and then a midfield three of De Bruyne, Fabinho and Gundogan, with a front three of Foden on the right, Diaz on the left with Haaland on the middle. That Honestly, speaks I think volumes to uh, say that only two of those Liverpool players get in that city, that combined 11. Hmm. Personally, I think the front three should hmm, may, three, maybe be, you know, Diaz, Firmino, and Jota. Just a Liverpool front three, because I think it's better than Haaland. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The world tried to cause an uproar. Clip it. <laughs> clip it. Clip that. Clip that on the end. Uh, and that is going to round off our second week of the dugout. Um, we will be back next week with some more hot takes like Jota in the combined 11. Oh, Jota clear of Diaz. Predictions for this weekend. Oh, we can do if you want. Well, yeah, round off, round off with predictions. Yeah, we'll round off with some predictions on tonight's Champions League eight for, o'clock for, kickoff. Oh, for tonight or for the Premier League? I was no, thinking I was the Premier, Premier League. League this weekend. Yeah, 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 we'll do Premier League. 
So let's all go round the table. Um, Brentford v Brighton and Hove Albion. I'm going to say after Brent Brentford's five-one defeat this weekend to the Mighty Mags, I think it's going to be a two-one Brighton. I feel like Brighton have just got that bit more quality, but Brentford are going to look to bounce back. As are Brighton, who lost one 0 to Tottenham, and they've gone to Anfield and show they can get a result, which they shouldn't be, regardless of how bad Liverpool have been this season. Is it two on Brentford, two on Brighton, two on Brighton? <clears throat> I'm going to say, but I think Brentford do have quality when they're on it, especially Friday night at their stadium. Look what they did against Arsenal. Yeah, not this season, a couple of seasons ago, but. I tend to go for a 2 2. I was going to say a draw. 2 2, I think. Likely. I was going to say 1 1. Tony and Trossard. Fair enough. Leicester City versus Crystal Palace, what we got? Palace 5 0. No. Um, no. I think Leicester can have got a shout of winning that, like they did against Forest. I'm going to say a Leicester 3 1. 3 1 Leicester. I think it'd be closer than that. They've been performing over the past couple of weeks. Three, wait, you said 3-1 Leicester? Yeah, 3-1 Leicester. You see the Crystal Palace game the other day? Yes, I did. It's Leeds. Mm-hmm. They looked good. Yeah, Palace looked good. But I think Leicester have started to hit that form now. Potentially, potentially. But I, it's the early kick-off and I, I, I think Palace have too much quality for them in the end. 2-1 Palace. Yeah, I want to say... I was like 3-1 Palace. 3-1 Palace. Alrighty then. Fulham Bournemouth, that is... Fulham 3-0 for me that's a boring match that isn't it yeah that's a sad sad 3 o'clock just, match just don't even give your views score I think it's going to be a 2-0 to be fair the one just above that on this screen looks even sadder Wolves v Forest that is a relegation 6 pointer early on looks boring no uh, one goes um, 3 o'clock I'm thinking that's going to be a Wolves 3-1 Forest have got Wolves haven't got a manager though uh, yeah that generally means that's good a lot of step-in managers generally yeah. do well in the first game. Yeah. Players have something to prove. I think 2-1 Wolves. Uh, Tottenham-Everton, I'm saying... Well, it's tricky because Tottenham are good, but Everton, good performance against uh, United at the weekend. I think I think Tottenham will have too much quality for them in the end. Yeah. They'll, they'll just end up controlling play. I think it'll like, be similar to our game in the sense that I won't be surprised if Everton do nick an early goal um, but at the same time yeah Tottenham should should in theory outclass them I think, they'll end, up run, going I think they'll end up running away with it 4-0 uh, yeah I was going to say a 4-1 yeah I, was I, was think say, I reckon Everton might nick one somewhere okay but oh, I think Tottenham are just going to smash them the big one Newcastle oh, United. It's not on. It's not on telly. I checked. Newcastle United being on United is not on telly. That's a farce, by the Fuming. way. Oh, um, we'll be able to find it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, United Newcastle. Now, as a neutral, here, <laughs> I think. Well, no, you, you boys say your your predictions yourself. I'll let Josh go first. The United fan, for reference. He's thinking. He's stretching. You can't see that. Whenever you're ready. Three. Two United. Three two United, okay. And Jamie Lee. Just because I, I think Miggy Miggy score it back in one because he's in terrific form. I don't think it's gonna be that many goals. I am saying a two one to Newcastle. I think defensively you don't look great. And if especially if Isak plays, or even mm-hmm. Wilson, but if Isak starts with St. Maxi, Isak and Almiron, that's mm. gonna be a front three that's gonna be hard to handle. Like I'm not being funny, say Maxi tore Kyle Walker apart in yeah. that City game. I don't think Diego Dallow has got a leg to stand on. If he's on, granted, say Maxi could not be on his day, and when he's not, he's not great. Yeah, but if he is, Dallow is. Well, if Dallow's not on his game, it's ropes. Yeah, it was the um, yeah the City game. He looked appalling. He looked shocking. Yeah, I was there. We, yeah, we were at, um, at the pub. We were, and I was just like from about the. T- 15th minute I was saying to get that off the pitch yeah. he was so bad yeah I think he committed a stupid foul early on he got a yellow as well and he was just lunging in for challenges all over the place he, he looked he reminded me of like 20 21 season Wan-Bissaka just sliding mm. around for fun mm. Will your neutral point of view on the neutral point of view I think Newcastle 
uh, it's a really t- I think it would be a really close game because at Old Trafford I think it was, if it was at St James I'd, I'd, St James's, I'd go for a 2 or Newcastle it's at Old Trafford I know the atmosphere isn't as electric at Old Trafford as it is St James's but I do think home advantage will play out for United but it'll be a very close game I can see a 90th minute winner for United 1-0 2-1 United either way I, I'm potentially to go 2-1 United purely because it's at Old Trafford but I would not be surprised for it to go 2-1 the other way yeah could go either way that game <clears throat> like you say if St Maximum's on his on his game then it's absolute curtains for that United defence um, what's next Villa v Chelsea <sighs> at Villa yeah that's an interesting game Chelsea I don't see wipe the floor I, I, with yeah, them. I don't see any competition I genuinely think Chelsea are going to win 3-0 Chelsea 3-0 for me yeah <sighs> I reckon Chelsea will win I, I reckon like 1-0 1-0 thanks. I just don't think they've not looked as good as I thought they would I thought I, I think I, I mean they beat the Italian champions last night true but it was 10 yeah, man I know I know but still from, but like signing Sterling and Aubameyang I thought they'd just score like do a lot better yeah they're underperforming for sure but I think they, they definitely beat Villa on Sunday I, I, I mean I'd say that they are fourth in the league I, I don't think Villa's got anything going forward to really trouble Chelsea and the Chelsea defence would be too good Koulibaly yeah you know. And then Thiago Silva, Thiago Silva Reece James. Like I just don't see Although Reese James did come off injured last night. Villa yeah. doing anything. Um ooh, ooh, that's gonna be a fun game. It's not on telly. But our our lonely friend who's not here again. Uh, uh, and he he won't be here. Leeds are playing top of the table at Arsenal. Ellen <laughs> Road. Yeah. That could be a Let, let's 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 demolition. Right, let, let's cut the talk. 6 nil Arsenal. <laughs> six. That is a big prediction from no, that. That is a huge You mark prediction. my words. It's not, 6 nil. It's not that outrageous. Like, no, no, it's not. It's re- like Maybe not 6. No, but uh, yeah, a I hefty win. Surprised. Yeah, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be a heavy win. I don't think it's going to be as heavy as you think, you know. Do you know? I generally don't. I think it might be a 2 nil Arsenal. Arsenal winning either way. What I could, yeah, I think, I think we all know that Arsenal are <clears> going to win. I don't think Leeds will score, and I can see. I can see both. I can see either Arsenal being rampant and knocking six past them, or I can see them scoring two and sitting off. Just reserve themselves for yeah. Because they're, they're an Arsenal winner. They're another one of the big six. I can't remember how many of us there are. I think it mm, might be might might be all of the big six are nine games in October. Um, yeah. So it could be a question of yeah, our, our t- I might just say don't run yourself into the ground trying to knock six past them. Probably with that 15 year old on again. He's off. Ethan Nuaneri. Pull him out of his English class to come play against Leeds Ellen. Sorry, sorry, just imagine being that guy. Right. <laughs> you you rock up to score on the Monday after getting your Arsenal debut. Sorry, mister. First team debut. Didn't you do my homework? Yeah. <laughs> your, your maths teacher goes, You know, Ethan, you, know, you done the homework? No, nah, miss. What, why is that? Oh, I was just playing for Arsenal's first. Yeah. Oh, what? Well, Academy? Did you win? Now I was on TV, miss. Good on catch up. <laughs> I, ca- I came on in the 88th, 88th minute like that is mental pass the ball three times <laughs> the guy the guy's 15 yeah deep it, deep it me and you Josh that is four years younger than us yeah that is the youngest Premier League debut of any other player yeah, yeah. it's mental anyway we get sidetracked because we need to wrap up but. Southampton West Ham that's a boring game that's so boring I, I don't even want to give it a West Ham 1-0 I feel one like none of them have got anything going forward really bar Jared Bowen and I think defensively they're, for the teams that they are they're fairly solid I think it's just going to be a 1-0 either way yeah I reckon Southampton 1-0 Joe Arebo scream fair enough that's the prediction it's a bold strategy Bob the big big game on the Sunday 4.30 kickoff At Anfield. At Anfield. Liverpool v Manchester City. I'll say it here and I'll say it now and I'll say it with chest. Liverpool nil, Manchester City 4. Yeah, I don't think it could be like... As I think it could be a worse defeat than us. 6-3 is not great though. <laughs> but it's not, I don't think Liverpool will score. Nah, no, they pro- I don't think they will. They've still got a bit caught. Yeah, I'm saying a 5-1 City. I think City will the floor with them, by the way. Mm. Haaland with two, Foden with one, Diaz with one, and then, surprise take, Ruben, Edison. No, Ruben Diaz from a corner. 
I reckon yeah, City, Brazil, Liverpool, they get the 7-1. That would be very funny if they did. I reckon they Brazil them. Yeah. And one final prediction um, for us. <laughs> Not to count <Cali> much. <laughs> if I can find who out who we've got this weekend. Who have we actually got? <laughs> That's right, it's not the league. It is the oh, yeah. FA Cup qualifying fourth round. Notts County versus Colville Town. Imagine having to qualify. Yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying a 2 0 Colville. Yeah, calm, Josh. Three one knots. If we don't, I'm. You always sit in the kitchen just like, we can never keep a clean sheet! <laughs> yeah, if we don't keep a clean sheet, I am supporting Long Eaton United. Oh, hell. Anyway. And that is it for this week's episode. The dugout will be back next week, but from us, it's time to go!